You are listening to Songezomapete on the Station of the Year. Let's continue the conversation with Professor Dadabitika Kanduli. The time is 21.32. And Dadenduli, thank you so much for joining us. We have missed you. You are one of the very few persons who somehow we keep bumping into because you keep doing great things. And now it's as good a time for great things to find you with this fantastic honor, the solo exhibition that Asbuyele Emasiswini return to the source immediately grabbed attention when it first opened at the National Arts Festival in Makanda in 2020. Not only had the then 80-year-old artist created 45 new sculptures from bones and other materials, but some of the country's most esteemed poets and musicians responded to the body of work with songs and poems that were packaged for an online presentation of the exhibition during the COVID pandemic. This, this proved rather to be groundbreaking digital initiative that due to its global reach and ingenuity was recognized by the Global Fine Arts Awards in 2021. I suppose all I really can say is many congratulations and you continue to inspire at the crisply young age of being an octogenarian. Professor Nduli. This of the generator so Gazo says, please don't ask me difficult questions. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's nice have fun. Nice to hear your voice. <laughs> Let, let's have fun. That I mean Yeah. Your 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 life in academia, your life in the arts, your life in struggle, your life in history really does in many respects culminate into this exhibition as Emasisweni, Return to the Source. How do you feel to, in this way, be honored and to be reflected upon and for you to be part of the story, not posthumously, but living and part of the story? No, it is just uh, one of those things that uh, you remember that uh, under apartheid we were born to die young and there were no hope, no art schools, nothing. Uh, but then when I get to where I actually got to, I know that uh, my ancestors and my God are the ones more responsible you know, than me. You say you were born to die young. Um, this is jolting for one to hear because whilst one might understand, one doesn't fully appreciate simply because one was not there. How do you reflect, having been born to die young, having lived as long as you have, and then now reflecting on these trials, tribulations, and more importantly, triumphs through these exhibitions, through the many honors and the platforms and stages and the spoken word you have enriched the world through? I suppose the question really is what more is to come from Professor Pitikanduli? And maybe uh, I can explain what the exhibition is all about. Then you'll get uh, maybe the gist of it. Sure. The exhibition is divided into three components. One is for those 45 poems with those poems. And then we have uh, the glass cage where uh, the poems I wrote on the backs of books when I was uh, either on the run or I did not have any paper where I was. I wrote poems on the back of other people's books, other people's poetry, other people's chemistry, uh, 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 in the books. And in some of them, I made some, uh, you know, drawings. 
small little drawings, but now those drawings are now blown up and they're also going to be uh, you know, part of uh, the exhibition. Included also in that is going to be uh, the catalogs of some of the exhibitions that are held there, you know, all over you know, the world. And then finally, there's going to be a video uh, in the room uh, where some of the interviews I've heard, some of the statements I've made myself are going to be available to people so that when people attend this uh, exhibition, we then begin to get a very glimpse of who this uh, particular Anduli uh, uh, you know, is. What would you say is your signature? You know, if you refer to a minister or somebody of the clergy, they have their religious philosophy, which it doesn't matter which book you open for them to preach or speak to. That philosophy of that particular individual comes through. You get a politician who, whenever they are making speeches or dissect political problems, you will just about know so-and-so, this is his or her position on such matters. I don't know if it is true for artists as well, but so many um, portfolios that you cut through, you're an academic, you're a writer, you're a poet, you're a sculptor. So let me just call you sui generis term, an artist. Is there a way of developing a signature or a trademark through what you do? If so, what would you say yours is? Uh, my uh, the, the trademark is uh, spirituality, and my trademark is uh, uh, being able to speak my mind without any fear or anything, uh, because it has been calculated uh, in a very in a long ago. I've sit up my time to look at my own life and then say, this is who I am, and this is uh, what I am doing. And I know that nobody can do what I am doing. Therefore, I've got the freedom to be myself, to speak my mind. At what cost does that come? That co- it comes at a very great cost. I'll tell you what. Mm. Uh, in the uh, uh, year before last, when COVID was uh, hitting us, when we were working with these big bones, mm. then I ran a very huge studio. And in that uh, in a studio, you are going to find the monuments of Mandela, that is 20 tons of granite. You are going to get Winnie, that is going to be about 14 tons of white marble. The Saga, the Dimisayo, the Steve Biko, and the Sobukwe, you know, back to back. And these are very huge things. Because I could not, uh, we ran out of funds, I could not. Uh, uh, you know, keep it. Then decided that I would approach the Gauteng, uh, you know, government to uh, uh, loan them the uh, sculptures because the the program called transforming the landscape of uh, the country. So two are going to go to Tibeng, two to Tswane, two to around uh, Johannesburg and all of these other places. We signed it. A, a service level, you know, agreement for them to pay, you know, the rent, and then we run workshops, and then nothing actually happened. And in the end, my wife and I ended up to closing our own house, take our furniture for storage, and give, you know, some of it uh, away, and give some of it uh, in a way. And to date, no one wants actually to sit around and respond. But I'm saying that. That is not standing. 
and then still creating. And then you hear there is talk of a flag that's going to cost something in the region of 30 million rand. How does this make you feel? In other words, against what you have lost or the cost of what it means to be who you are with the freedom to speak as you do, then you still engage some of what many refer to as own goals of the system that otherwise might have good intentions, but purely on implementation it becomes an own goal. How does that resonate with the plight that you have just articulated? No, but there, I, my side, I am with uh, Nathan Chetra on that because uh, he was clearly misunderstood when I asked him and I spoke to him. The amount of money that was uh, spoken about was going to be part and parcel of some of the stuff that was going to do. The flag was going to be one of a number of things. And also remember that it's a guy that started the the, the uh, uh, I mean the legends and also turned uh, uh, Africa Day to Africa uh, uh, in a month. I fought him for a number of years until I realized that the fault lies within the bureaucracy on this system of uh, kind of deployment, deploying people that got no clue mm. of what they are, uh, they are, I mean, they are doing. Then when I looked at it, I said, I, I suppose it in myself, lumbered with people like that. I would definitely fail. Let's go back to the gallery because I think this is important to paint who you are as a writer because this has informed your academic thinking and philosophy. This has informed your poetry and, and how very good you are at freestyling, just engaging the contemporary language and issues that society is afflicted by that you can literally just break into a poem. Let's talk about the fact that this exhibition runs from april 14 until january 2024 durban art gallery so it really will be there for quite some time what outside the exhibition itself will be taking place to embody more of your works will be will there be lectures in between will there be specific events around specific dates and times around the exhibition itself to give it more life as time passes yeah there's going to be a, a lot of workshops uh, with children, starting from children at crash right up to uh, the university. We are going to invite spiritual uh, you know, leaders and communities also to uh, uh, you know, come and, uh, and partake. We are going to get other kind of prominent people uh, either to come so that we can uh, you know, have uh, either discussions uh, either, either together so that... Uh, Whatever is there that is uh, happening in that thing is no longer mine. It just belongs to you know, to my people. Because everything that I've done, like I said about the monuments and all of these things, it is because of uh, my undying love, uh, you know, you know, for uh, you know, for my people. And your people love you too. I mean, if Swongile Kumalo, Zolani Mahola, Simpiwe Dana, Yvonne Chaga Chaga, Dinam Thiongo. Or me, Baba, I'll be sex, Shadow Twala, all of them are recitas. When the exhibition debuted online, they were compelled and moved to contribute, if not songs, poems, or just words and discussion points. This is truly then something for the ages, but this can't surely be a valedictory. Yeah, I, I felt extremely honored. You know, there are 33 people that I picked up the phone and I said, uh, 
I'm sending you a photo of one of my police captures, and I would really like you to uh, uh, respond, you know, to it in a manner in which you would really like to. And then she came up with a poem and with a song. But then what happened then, when she delayed getting back to my phone, I said, boy, I'm waiting for your start. She says, Pitika, we are busy pushing somebody who is dying to work for you. And I laughed and we laughed. And it turned out that uh, she was actually telling the truth. And now if somebody as powerful as her, knowing that uh, she's not going to be around in here, but she has to respond, it is because she was responding to the spirit that the exhibition yes, itself sure. was really uh, you know, putting across. That is and then Mbuki was young, right up in there, and homie, you know, Baba, who you all know as the world-leading person on, uh, uh, I mean, on culture, academically, intellectually, and other ways. If you read a book, for instance, the location of culture, that's a guy that came up with the idea of hybridity and all of those stuff. All of those powerful, uh, uh, you know, people, you know, responded because they felt in the spirit that those bones that are in there uh, are bones that are cast being in order to divine the state of the nation, the state of our psyche, the state of our dreams, and the state of our own frustrations. Yeah. Babunduli, we really could dissect this. I think the best thing I can do for myself to better understand everything that you have talked about is to find myself at the Durban Art Gallery anytime between now and January 2024. And maybe, because I'm still waiting for my request, I will offer a poem or a song about the many engagements you and I have had on air, all of which have been delightful. Thank you so much for your time, Dad. It's definitely to be a pleasure to, to host you and to debate with you and uh, for you to ask me difficult questions as you usually do. Thank you. Thank you, Baba. <laughs> Professor Bittiganduli, South African sculptor, poet, writer and academic. The Durban Art Gallery to stage his acclaimed exhibition titled Azbuyele Emasisweni, Return to the Source, taking place from April 14 until January 2024. If you can, make your way there.